Hi, everybody, and a very pleasant good evening to you, wherever you may be listening to the Jew Point Conversion, brand new episode, mini-sode, here to preview the slate on Sunday of week four NFL action. I'm Noah Friedman. I'm soon to be joined by my co-host, Elijah Zalonki, later in the show, but we got to recap what happened on Thursday night. And what I can say right now to you guys is that it's really not about the score, which was the Cincinnati Bengals 27, the Miami Dolphins 15. It was about Tua Tungavailoa and what happened to him on a crazy play in which he was drilled to the ground, looked like his head got snapped back into the turf, had to be stretchered off the field. He was taken to a hospital, released, and he was able to travel back with his team to Miami following the game. This was obviously a big controversy because even though the Miami Dolphins were on a short week, on Sunday, he ended up leaving the game with a similar concussion-like injury and then coming back out onto the field. So everyone was wondering, oh my goodness, what on earth is happening? Tuatunga Bailoa shouldn't be in the game to begin with. And then they get the surprise start on Thursday that Tua is going to come back and play. He ends up playing only about a half because of what happened. He basically was reconcussed and there's been so many things that have been going on ever since the game ended on Sunday uh, with the Miami Dolphins. The NFL Players Association launched an independent investigation, which, by the way, as of Saturday night, October 1st, is still ongoing. And then, of course, you have everything that was going on with Tua and everything like that. So just an awful situation. The doctor who had evaluated Tua ended up getting fired. That was news that was reported this morning. So that was essentially the big news on Thursday. I mean, if you want to look at it from the scoreline, Cincinnati Bengals played an awesome second half. They were able to pull away pretty late. The score ended up being 15-14 to 14 Miami with 2.40 to go in the third, and then the Bengals were able to rattle off 13 straight points to take the 27-15 to 15 victory. Joe Burrow had himself a pretty good game, 20-31, 287 yards, a couple touchdowns. T. Higgins, the leading pass receiver, on the Cincinnati Bengals, seven catches, 124 yards, and also scored a touchdown. So the Bengals moved to 2-2 two and two, Miami. As I predicted, I'm off to a good start, 1-0, or 1-0 uh, for myself, but Miami knocked from the ranks of the unbeaten. So the only team left that has not suffered a loss in this 2022 NFL season, the Philadelphia Eagles. We'll preview their game in just a few minutes, but first... Let's go ahead and make our picks for this week for Slate. Starting with the first international series game of this season. It's going to be played at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in London, England. It's going to be the Minnesota Vikings taking on the New Orleans Saints. I am going to take the Minnesota Vikings here, specifically because Jameis Winston is not going to start for the New Orleans Saints. That honor will belong to former uh, Cincinnati Bengal, uh, Andy Dalton former Chicago Bear Andy Dalton, former Dallas Cowboy Andy Dalton, just to name a few. By the way, this is a matchup of um, some pretty good teams right now. The Vikings, uh, who had a very good win against the Packers earlier this season, the New Orleans Saints, um, I just don't see them taking this victory. So Jameis Winston, number one out. Also Michael Thomas, leading pass catcher for the New Orleans Saints, is also out. So I'm going to take the Minnesota Vikings, to win this football game in England, I'll take them to win 27-14. to 14. All right, moving on. We're back to the States here. 
1 o'clock p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Uh, Cleveland Browns and Atlanta Falcons from Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Falcons last week suffered, uh, or they actually were able to beat the Seattle Seahawks on the road. Cleveland Browns, of course, coming off of a long awarded break because they were the last team to play on Thursday night before Cincinnati and Miami. I'll take the more rested Cleveland Browns on the road to beat the Atlanta Falcons. I'll say 28-23 Nick Chubb will have a big game for Cleveland. Bills and Ravens. This is going to be a fantastic matchup as Josh Allen takes on Lamar Jackson once again. The Bills, of course, were proponents of that horrible, horrible last drive execution that led Miami to getting that victory and Tua Tagovailoa's uh, essential demise, if you really think about it. Um, Buffalo will bounce back here, although Baltimore is very good as well. I can see this being a defensive slugfest, even though they have two of the best quarterbacks on the field right now in Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. I can see these two going at it blow for blow on the defensive side. I'm going to take Buffalo to eke out the victory. I'll say 17-14 over Baltimore. All right. First game of the Fox slate features the Washington Commanders taking on the Dallas Cowboys. The big news out of Big D. First of all, Cooper Rush has played outstanding in the absence of Dak Prescott. Has is 3-0 as the starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys dating back to last season, including two very impressive victories over the course of the last two weeks. Uh, he gets back a very big target, Michael Gallup who is recovering from an ACL injury. He is finally able to return to action. So that would pay big dividends in my mind. That's my prediction. I'll say Dallas wins uh, over Washington at home. I'll say it's going to be 31 to 20. All right, Seattle Seahawks, Detroit Lions. Now, if I was going to pick this one with both of these teams being healthy, I would pick Detroit in a heartbeat. But Detroit is without their starting running back, DeAndre Swift, without their leading pass catcher, Amon Ross St. Brown. And I just can't see Detroit overcoming the obstacle of trying to get a victory over a much more healthy Seattle Seahawks team. Uh, it might surprise some people if Detroit ends up taking the victory. Um, I don't see it happening. I think Seattle goes on the road, plays themselves a really good game. Geno Smith with a nice bounce back after losing to the Atlanta Falcons last week. I'll take Seattle to beat Detroit 24-20. All right, Chargers and Texans from Houston. Uh, the Chargers have not looked very good. They gave up 38 points to the Jacksonville Jaguars last week, take on their second straight AFC South opponent. This one should be a bounce back because it's crazy to think that the Texans are worse than the Jaguars. It's really crazy to think that the Jaguars are any good at all. We'll preview their game coming up later in this episode. I'm going to take... Los Angeles to bounce back here, even with a pretty banged up Justin Herbert dealing with some rib issues. I just, again, don't think Houston is able to get in the win column for this one. I'll take the Chargers to win big, 35-21. Houston, Indianapolis. Uh, sorry, not Houston. The, they, they, they formerly played in Houston. That would be the uh, Houston Oilers, who are now the Tennessee Titans. They're taking on the Indianapolis Colts at Lucas Oil Stadium, another game that is featured on Fox. The Colts coming off the biggest win last week against Kansas City, and yet somehow the other two games against their other divisional opponents, the Houston Texans, they ended up tying, and the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, they lost pretty embarrassingly on the road. Now they come back to Lucas Oil, second straight home game for them. They take on 
Tennessee, who is in a little bit of a slump at this point at one and two. I mean, the AFC South is just weird. If you have Jacksonville at the top, Indianapolis one, one and one, Houston one and two, or sorry, Tennessee one and two. I don't know why I'm getting Tennessee and Houston confused tonight. Oh, two and one Houston Texans, uh, the cellar dwellers of the AFC South. Jonathan Taylor against Derrick Henry is the big matchup of this. You're going to see some nice pieces uh, on Fox NFL kickoff, actually, uh, breaking those two guys down, as a matter of fact. I'm going to take Indianapolis. I'm going to just take them with fingers crossed, hoping that Tennessee doesn't come out looking like last year's Tennessee Titans. I'll take the Colts to win, especially because they get Shaquille Leonard back. I don't have to talk about him not being injured anymore. Woo! All right, quick. Uh, I'm going to take the Indianapolis Colts to beat the Tennessee Titans uh, at home. I'll say it's going to be 30 to 27. Uh, that might be a little bit high scoring of a game. We'll see. All right. Chicago Bears, New York Giants, two teams that are two and one. This game will be played in the Meadowlands in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Big stat out of this one, courtesy of my friends at Fox Sports NFL. The Bears have won four straight matchups against NFC East opponents. They beat the Giants back in 2019-1914. Dallas, 31-24, also in 2019. They played the Giants again in 2020, 17-13 they won, and then 29-3. And they're going to see if they can beat the Giants uh, again for the third time in four matchups against NFC East opponents. I say they get it done. I think that quarterback play will dictate this one. I, I, even though the Bears don't have David Montgomery, they already ruled him out, so Khalil Herbert will have to step in once again, but he has played absolutely fantastic in the absence of David Montgomery. We'll see if the Bears, Matt Eberflus, defensive genius, can hold Saquon Barkley to under 100 yards rushing. That's going to be my key. If they cannot hold Barkley to that plateau, I think the Giants win this one, but I'm taking the Bears. I just have a lot of confidence in that football team and I think that they're going to win the football game. Another low-scoring one. I'll say 19-13 Chicago. All right, moving on. Philadelphia Eagles hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars in Philly. Another homecoming of sorts for Doug Peterson, who returns to Philadelphia for the first time as the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars in this case. And the Eagles, again, as I mentioned, are the only team that are undefeated left in the NFL. Jalen Hurts, the clear frontrunner for MVP in the National Football League. I think they continue to roll against Jacksonville, although Jacksonville's defense is very sneaky good. Devin Lloyd, Trayvon Walker, two rookies leading that charge down there in Jacksonville. They might be playing with some heavy hearts, too, because of uh, all the events that took place with Hurricane Ian. However, I think that Philadelphia still takes the cake in this one. Jalen Hurts is just too good. They're, they're healthy on offense. They're healthy on defense. A very balanced attack over there in the Northeast. They get the job done in my opinion, against Jacksonville, say 34-28, to 28, another high-scoring matchup. All right, New York Jets and Pittsburgh Steelers from the Steel City in Pittsburgh, uh, two teams that are both 1-2 and two at this point, game that nobody really probably wants to watch. I'm honestly just going to take Pittsburgh here because, again, just like Cleveland, they're coming off of a Thursday night matchup, so they've had more rest, and the New York Jets... Still don't look as good. Zach Wilson is still not available to start at quarterback, so it'll again be Joe Flacco. I think Pittsburgh's defense could be the reason why they take the victory. I'll say 21-18. to 18. Pittsburgh gets it done. All right. 
Matchup of the 2015 NFC Championship game, which featured the Carolina Panthers hosting the Arizona Cardinals, will be that same exact matchup here in 2022 in Week 4. Another pair of one and two teams. Um, this is the only game in the Fox slot for the late afternoon, so not many of you will get to see it. Uh, probably for good reason. Both teams aren't that good, in my opinion, but the Arizona Cardinals still do have Kyler Murray. This will be a fun matchup of... Uh, two Heisman Trophy winners in Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield, and they both won the Heisman Trophy at the same school. So that's the storyline there. Uh, I say that the Cardinals get it done. They got a very nice win in Week 2 against the Raiders. Uh, Carolina, I feel like, plays a very similar brand of offense to that, so the Cardinals' defense should be ready, although the Cardinals are just mediocre at best. But I think that this one can still be pretty high-scoring. I'll say Cardinals 30 Panthers, 26. All right. CBS slates for the afternoon. This is a 425 Eastern kickoff, 125 Pacific. New England Patriots taking on the Green Bay Packers in what should probably be the last matchup of Bill Belichick against Aaron Rodgers. This one should be a very, very interesting just in terms of the fact that uh, the Green Bay Packers last week squeaked out a huge 14-12 to victory over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, New England, again, Elijah's mentioned this. I just don't think they're a very good football team either. So I'm going to take the Packers just by default here. Uh, I think it won't be close. I think the Patriots' defense especially has just absolutely lost it. Under Coach Belichick, I'll say Packers win 34-13. to 13. Denver Broncos taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. First time Josh McDaniels, the Raiders coach, has matched up against the Broncos since coming back to the AFC West. The Raiders are currently the only winless team in the NFL at 0-3. I say that they get their first win against the Broncos. Russell Wilson has played okay as of late, but he's going to face a former nemesis in Chandler Jones, who played for the Arizona Cardinals for a number of years while Russell Wilson was in Seattle. I think Chandler Jones has Russell Wilson figured out. I'm sure if you could pull up the individual stats, Chandler Jones has probably sacked Russell Wilson a bunch. I think Derek Hard, Devontae Adams get it done against a Broncos secondary that's still quite young and still is trying to figure everything out with Nathaniel Hackett as the head coach. I say the Raiders get their win, and they do it by the score of 21 to 20. Uh, Sunday Night Football featuring Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs taking on Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This game, in question, location-wise, it was supposed to be played in Tampa. They thought that Hurricane Ian might disrupt those plans, so the game was going to move to Minnesota. But the NFL ruled that playing conditions are okay, and they are going to play the game as scheduled on Sunday night in Tampa. Again, this is the matchup of rematch of Super Bowl uh, 55, which Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won in this stadium against Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Brady, 3-2 and two record against Patrick Mahomes. Uh, he's gone 121 of 187, 1,403 passing yards, nine touchdowns, five interceptions in those five games against Mahomes. On the other side, Mahomes, 128 of 205, 1,662 passing yards, 11 passing touchdowns, and five career interceptions uh, against Tampa Bay, uh, or against Tom Brady-led teams. So, with all that being said, if you want to go back to um, what Kansas City is able to do on defense, that will probably be the key 
if they could stop Brady and the Bucks. Although Tom Brady has done a pretty good job, even despite the fact that they only scored 12 points last week against Green Bay. This is really, really, really tough. There's a reason why this game's on Sunday night. Very, very intriguing matchup. The last of the golden generation of quarterbacks in Brady, ushering in the golden generation of quarterbacks for this generation in Patrick Mahomes. I've done enough talking. I got to make my pick. I'm going to say Tampa. I just, I just think that they're going to be playing with heavy hearts as well, given the fact that everything got disrupted over there. They had to move their practice to Miami uh, because of Hurricane Ian, and now they're coming back. They should have some inspiration. They should have a chip on their shoulder. They're going to beat the Chiefs. At least I think they're going to beat the Chiefs. And I'll say that they do it by the final score of 23-20. to 20. Monday Night Football featuring the LA Rams and San Francisco 49ers. That'll be a 5:15 Pacific time start. Rams coming in at 2 and 1, 49ers 1 and 2. Big opportunity for both of these teams to get a divisional opponent victory against one another. San Francisco still trying to get over the fact that they are without Trey Lance. They go in last week to Denver and they lose by the final score of 11 to 10. Very weird game. Jimmy Garoppolo had that uh Dan Orlovsky moment where he ran out of the end zone for a safety. LA Rams, uh, they are a team that is still coming off of their Super Bowl hangover, but it's not really a hangover if you're two and one. But in any case, I love this matchup. I think it'll be a very low scoring game because you got two really good defenses on the field. If the Rams can somehow squeak their way through offensively and beat a very underrated 49ers secondary, I think they'll win the game. But I think for safekeeping, and to get themselves back on track, the 49ers win the football game. They go 2-2. Two and two. Jimmy Garoppolo game manages the hell out of this one. And I think they take the victory by the final score of 17-15. to 15. All right, those are my week four picks. It's Elijah's turn. Let's see what he's got up his sleeve. All right, so I'm recording this at 4 a.m. The Vikings-Saints game starts in two and a half hours. I like Minnesota to win this one. I think they're just the better team. Uh, they're going to be playing in London. I don't think that qualifies as prime time for Kirk Cousins. Uh, I guess it does, uh, which actually does matter because he, you know, is notorious for playing much worse in prime time. But it's not prime time in America, so we'll see. But I, I, I think he's gonna pull it out just because. I mean, the Saints are good on defense, but I just think the Vikings are the overall better team. Seattle at Detroit. This is a very interesting game. Uh, without DeAndre Swift, I like Seattle to go into Detroit and win this one. I think Pete Carroll will have answers. The Jets going to Pittsburgh to play the Steelers. I like the Jets in an upset. I believe this is Zach Wilson's first game. Uh, I like the Jets to win this one in Pittsburgh, 20-17. to The Bears going to New York to play the Giants, or I guess New Jersey more accurately. Uh, this one's tough uh, as a Bears fan. Um, I'm going to pick against us, though. I think we're going to lose 20-10. to I just feel like the Giants coming off an embarrassment on Monday night. You know, losing at home to your rival. I feel like they will just be ready to respond. The Bears are, you know, flying high after a dub. And the Giants are a slightly better team right now. Or at least they are the home team right now. And I think that's going to be a huge factor. I like the Titans. And Colts. I like the Colts to win that one, actually. Let's say 24-21. to 21. I think that they'll ride the momentum from last week. And I don't love the Titans this year. Falcons hosting the Browns. I like Atlanta to win, especially now that we know Miles Garrett will be missing this game. I 
think, uh, oh yeah, Chargers going to Houston to play the Texans. I like the Chargers to win this one. They're going to bounce back after losing by 28 points at home in an embarrassment. Dallas hosting the Commanders. I like Dallas to win this one because it's Washington. Uh, the e Oh, and I'll take Dallas, let's say 35-26. Uh, let's say 35-20, actually. I think it'll be not very close. The Eagles hosting the Jaguars. This should be an interesting one. You know, I could see this one going either way because the Jags look really good this year so far. But I don't think they're as good as Philly. I think the Eagles win this one in a pretty fun game. 31-27, Jalen Hurts, Trevor Lawrence, shootout. The, exci the most exciting game of the day is by far the Bills and the Ravens in Baltimore. And I'm definitely going to take... Man, this is tough. This is tough, but I, I like Buffalo against that, you know, shaky Ravens defense. Feels weird to even say shaky Ravens defense, given their history. But I like Buffalo to win this one 34-27 in a thriller. The Cardinals going to Charlotte. I believe it's Charlotte, right? That's where the Carolina Panthers play. Yeah, I, I, like, uh, I like Arizona beating Carolina. I like the Raiders... Mm. You know, yeah, I lean towards the Raiders getting the first win in the season, hosting Denver this afternoon. Green Bay is going to beat the Patriots 31-17, an inverse of the last time they played in 2018. Chiefs at Buccaneers, a repeat of Super Bowl 55. I think this time the Chiefs, you know, I can't bet against Todd Bowles and what he's done to quarterbacks. You know, like, I mean, he held Aaron Rodgers to 14 points last week. I guess the Packers did fumble at the goal line. Uh, but still, you know, held Aaron Rodgers pretty well. He's known for holding really good quarterbacks. I think he's going to be – I'd take the under for sure. I'll tell you that much. Uh, and that's why, you know, bet the over, right? But, no, I'm going to take the Bucks to win it on a field goal 2017. Rams going to San Francisco. Amazing, intense rivalry game. I love this. Um, you know, every every year it feels like, except last year's Monday night, it felt like it, the, the, the last two Niners-Rams games were just unbelievable games. And I like, I like the Niners to win at home. I, I just think the Rams are, you know, I still think that they have a little Super Bowl hangover, but we'll see. You know, this is going to be a good game. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, I don't love that uh, Trent... Uh, What's his name? Trent Williams, the left tackle for the Niners, is out. But we'll see how it goes. Um, but, yeah, you know, should be some fun games. I'm, I'm very excited. And uh, let's go Bears, as always. And shalom. Make sure you're following Elijah on Twitter. He's the Lonky. Me on Twitter, Noah Friedman underscore. Go check out the Easy Sports Network. And also, watch NFL Kickoff tomorrow on Fox, Channel 11 here on the West Coast. I did a ton of pieces, including the first thing you will see on your TV screen, the tease, and then a couple more pieces as well. So we appreciate your support. We'll talk to you again next week on the Jewpoint Conversion as we recap week four and look ahead to week five. The week's moving by super fast. Enjoy the football.